and by Irvin P. Eugene. I have seen it before. It was dark in the area, at a bookstore filth collected. Perhaps it had been abandoned for some time, after time in solitude. The lights were shining in this book selling business. This was one of, my, one of many bookstores the family owned. It was a franchise. It was acquired through a devious negotiation. On the other side, there was miscommunication, poor information, and cold tactics attacked to them. Their family would be in shambles. The malicious winner attained newfound wealth. There was news the patriarch of the losing family passed away due to stress, bad health, and mismanaged debt. It was a blow to that group, starting from the ground up to solidify themselves in modern business. Now they were distraught, the children upset and lost, having to squander whatever left over means. Disillusioned from their privileged life to a now more quaint lifestyle, mourning and disturbed. The family could feel the presence of vengeance. It is believed the patriarch lived on, as some sort of ghost or ghoul, some apparitions with spite. To them it was real. Other established families were skeptical, others afraid. The deceased father was a prideful character, strong-willed and ambitious before his death. The funeral was a slothful ritual, it seemed. Only few attended. No pictures or videos. Censored, probably for the better. The new family laughed at their dismay, proud to take advantage of an archaic man, long past his prime. The new money family party took vacations to travel the world and maintain their established book business. After the honeymoon phase, they enjoyed the fruits of their labor at their main estate, the address being 36 Circle Drive West. It was lavish, a four-story building mimicking a miniature Buckingham Palace. Of course, inside was a library, several bathrooms, bedrooms, guest rooms, and movie theater. The backyard possessing a garden and a pool. Do not forget the pool house. They had well-to-do neighbors, but there was a distance enough between homes to collect privacy. Now being in the so-called 1%, they believed things would be different. The mother of the family being religious, almost to the extent of superstitious, received spiritual counseling, some sort of therapy consisting of talking, guidance, palm reading, and things related to astrology. People overlooked it, yet it could have merit. Better to be safe than sorry. Most thought of it as money blowing, things rich people do to pass the time with luxuries. Nonetheless, it influenced the family. The matriarch lit candles, no ordinary candles. Some religious representing Virgin Mary and St. Anthony. Others more creative with scents and designs. At first it was naive. With prayers and thoughts it provoked a different atmosphere within the household. It was intended to prevent bad spirits. And the idea of good faith and spirits were felt. At other times though there was something ominous brewing. How can one attract the good without the bad? The house was haunted. On one night, on one night, music was playing, candles were lit, and as many family members were asleep, the entire home became possessed. Fire alarms went off, and a scorpion icon was drawn on the black carpet, written in some sort of white wax. Until this day, spirits still enter and roam the house. 
It occurs as one dominant descendant of the family dreams upon them. At least that is what they believe. It goes further than that. At a moment's notice, the descendant of the family can change the weather of his environment based on dialogue with strangers or a certain mood attained through the exchange of energy. Things are more connected than they seem.